to the podcast Scripted Space, Space for the Mass. And I'm your host Abhishek. And I'm your host Yashas. In this very first episode, we are going to talk about what is space exploration, why space exploration is important to humans and when it began. Space may be the final frontier, but it's an expensive one to explore. There are ample problems with which to contend here on Earth and that leads some people to wonder if space exploration is worth the hassle and the answer would be yes. This is what NASA has to say on human space exploration. Humanity's interest in the heavens has been universal and enduring. Humans are driven to explore the unknown, discover new worlds, push the boundaries of our scientific and technical limits and then push further beyond them. The intangible desire to explore and challenge the boundaries of what we know and where we have been has provided benefits to our society for centuries. Human space exploration helps to address fundamental questions about our place in the universe and the history of our solar system as well as our own planet's history. Through addressing the challenges related to human space exploration, we expand technology create new industries and help to foster peaceful connection with other nations. Curiosity and exploration are vital to the human spirit. And accepting the challenge of going deeper into space will invite the citizens of the world today and the generations of tomorrow to join the pioneers and explorers on this exciting journey. Now let's talk about why space exploration Humans did not evolve to go into space, but we go there anyway. That has led to development of various technologies that feed back into the economy and improve our lives on Earth. Without space program, we wouldn't have GPS, accurate weather predictions, solar cells, or the ultraviolet filters used in sunglasses and cameras. There's also medical research happening in space right now that could cure diseases and prolong human lives, and these experiments can't be done on Earth. Space exploration could save your life. Speaking of saving lives, space exploration could save all our lives. Asteroids and comets don't care about us. Our solar system has calmed down a lot since the early eons. But there are still uncountable big asteroids and comets out there that could smack into the planet and really ruin your day. It has happened several times in the past, each one causing a mass extinction. It's not a matter of if another large asteroid hits Earth, but when. A robust space program is the only hope we have of deflecting such an object. Colonization is the ultimate backup. There are currently more than 7 billion humans, which is a lot. However, we are all crammed together on this one planet. If something happened to Earth, our species could be wiped out. For example, the aforementioned asteroid impact Colonizing other bodies in solar system is a way to create a backup of humanity that will survive no matter what happens to earth maybe future humans would be martians who will never set foot on earth space mining could save the world as we develop new technologies on earth the strain on our natural resources continues to increase the extraction of valuable minerals has led to a host of problems including environmental damage and human exploitation but there's a wealth of precious materials in space startups like planetary resources want to mine asteroids instead of earth 
which would mean an effectively unlimited supply of raw materials that are rare on earth we are explorers there are more practical reasons for space exploration but one of the principal reasons we must continue is that we are explorers that's why human number in the billions from our earliest upright steps we have endeavored to learn more about the world around us and this allowed us to build civilization exploring space is an opportunity not only to discover new worlds and build advanced technologies but to work together towards a larger goal irrespective of nationality race or gender if we stop exploring we stop being human when it all began humans have always looked up into the night sky and dreamed about space we require a lot of resources and maintenance to keep us alive and healthy weightlessness means that our muscles and bones will atrophy in space exposure to radiation poses health risks to us as well despite these challenges there have been more than 500 humans in space 20 of whom have gone out as far as the moon and 12 of whom have walked on the moon's surface unmanned space missions send technology into space instead of humans although developing the technology might be costly once it's launched a satellite of probe doesn't need food and water to keep it working for example the hubble space telescope was launched in 1990 and continues to this day send us images and data of things we could not detect from inside of the earth's atmosphere rovers spend long periods of time exploring surfaces of other planets and moons such as Mars, where we've got rovers such as Curiosity, Spirit, and Opportunity, and they send back data that we can examine on Earth, which gives us valuable insights on the planet. We have sent satellites to study planets, asteroids, and comets without expecting them to come home again. They send us information from places that are too far for humans to travel to, places where humans cannot survive. During the time that has passed since the launching of the first artificial satellite in 1957, astronauts have traveled to the moon, probes have explored the solar system, and instruments in space have discovered thousands of planets around other stars. This was brought about due to the Cold War when the space race really kicked off. The Soviet Union bested the US at nearly every turn until the United States beat them to the finish line by landing astronauts on the moon. Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin completed that mission in 1969. We humans have been venturing into space since October 4, 1957, when the Soviet Union launched Sputnik, the first artificial satellite to orbit the Earth. For several years, the two superpowers had been competing to develop missiles, called Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles, or ICBMs for short, to carry nuclear weapons between the continents. In the USSR, the rocket designer Sergei Korolev had developed the first ICBM, a rocket called the R-7, which would actually begin the space race by launching the first satellite into space this competition came to a head with the launch of sputnik carried atop the r7 rocket sputnik was able to send out beeps from a radio transmitter after reaching space sputnik orbited earth once every 96 minutes the radio beeps could be detected on the ground as a satellite passed overhead so people all around the world knew that it was really in orbit realizing that the ussr had capabilities that exceeded the us technologies that could endanger American national security, the United States grew worried. Then, a month later, on November 3, 1957, the Soviets achieved an even more impressive space feat. This was Sputnik 2, a satellite that carried a living creature, a dog named Laika, into space. 
Prior to the launch of Sputnik, the United States had been working on its own capability to launch a satellite. The United States made two attempts to launch a satellite into space, succeeding on the second attempt with a Jupiter-C intermediate-range ballistic missile that carried the Explorer 1 satellite on January 31, 1958. The team that achieved this US first was largely consisted of Nazi German rocket engineers who had once developed ballistic missiles for Nazi Germany. Working for the US Army at the Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville, Alabama, the German rocket engineers were led by Werner von Braun and were responsible for the development of the German V2 rocket into the more powerful Jupiter-C IRBM, also known as Juno. The Jupiter-C rocket carried Explorer, which had multiple instruments on board for conducting various scientific experiments. One instrument was a Geiger counter for detecting cosmic rays. This was for an experiment operated by researcher James Van Allen, which together with measurements from later satellites, proved the existence of what are now called the Van Allen radiation belts around Earth. In 1958, space exploration activities in the United States were consolidated into a new government agency, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration (NASA). When it began operations in October of 1958, NASA absorbed what had been called the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics (NACA) and several other research and military facilities, including the Army Ballistic Missile Agency, also called as the Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville. The first human in space was the Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, launched into space on a modified R7 called the Vostok 1, who made one orbit around Earth on April 12, 1961 on a flight that lasted 108 minutes. A little more than 3 weeks later, NASA launched astronaut Alan Shepard into space atop a Mercury Redstone rocket on a suborbital trajectory. A suborbital trajectory is one that doesn't orbit the Earth but rather just hops above the Earth's atmosphere and comes back in. Shepard's suborbital flight lasted just over 15 minutes. Three weeks later, on May 25th, President John F. Kennedy challenged the United States to an ambitious goal, declaring, I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before the decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to Earth. In addition to launching the first artificial satellite, the first dog in space and the first human in space the soviet union achieved other space milestones ahead of united states these milestones include luna 2 which became the first human made object to hit the moon in 1959 soon after that the ussr launched luna 3 less than 4 months after gagarin's flight in 1961 a second soviet human mission orbited a cosmonaut around the earth for a full day The USSR also achieved the first spacewalk and launched the Vostok 6 mission, which made Valentina Tereshkova the first woman to travel to the space. During the 1960s, NASA made progress toward President Kennedy's goal of landing a human on the moon with a program called Project Gemini, in which astronauts tested technology needed for future flights to the moon. and tested their own ability to endure multiple days in space. Project Gemini was followed by the Apollo program which took astronauts into orbit around the moon and to the lunar surface between 1968 and 
1969, on Apollo 11, the United States sent the first astronauts to the moon and Neil Armstrong became the first human to set foot on its surface. On the mission, astronauts collected samples of rocks and lunar dust which scientists still study and research to understand the moon and its composition. During the 1960s and 70s, NASA also launched a series of space probes called the Mariner program which studied Venus, Mars and Mercury. Space stations marked the next phase of space exploration. The first space station in Earth orbit was the Soviet Salyut 1 station, which was launched in 1971. This was followed by NASA's Skylab space station. The first orbital laboratory in which astronauts and scientists studied Earth and the effects of spaceflight on the human body. During the 1970s, NASA also carried out Project Viking, in which two probes of Viking 1 and Viking 2 landed on the Mars took numerous photographs, examined the chemistry of the Martian surface, and tested Martian dirt, also called as the regolith, for the presence of microorganisms. Since the Apollo Luna program ended in 1972, human space exploration has been limited to low Earth orbit. Where many countries participate and conduct research on the International Space Station ISS. However, unpiloted probes have traveled throughout the solar system. In recent years, probes have made a range of discoveries, including that of Moon of Jupiter called Europa and the Moon of Saturn called Enceladus. They have oceans under the icy surface that scientists think may harbor life. Meanwhile, instruments in space, such as the Kepler Space Telescope, and instruments on ground have discovered thousands of exoplanets, planets orbiting other stars. This era of exoplanet discovery began in 1995 and advanced technologies now allows instruments in space to characterize the atmospheres of some of these exoplanets. Thanks for listening to Scripted Space with Yashas and Abhishek. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website scriptedspace.weebly.com, website link in podcast description. Please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. And also, don't forget to join us next week when we talk about how to escape Earth. This is Abhishek and Yashas signing off.